Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sassy Southern Yankee. My name is Debbie Happy Cohen. This is my very special podcast. And I have a partner in crime with me here. Uh, let me introduce ourselves first. So, um, okay, I'm the founder of joybaseliving.com. And uh, I've been a coach for about 20 years, like a life coach, business coach. And I've been running a joy-based living community for about three years. And we are an emotionally aware, emotionally literate, uh, we care about personal development kind of community. And Michelle Stone is an artist and she is an art teacher and an art curator she lives in tampa florida i live in on lookout mountain in alabama near chattanooga and ever since the corona started we decided to get on board and do this together to be there for moms and dads and families and um, if you want to find any of our joint podcasts, um, you can find them at joybaseliving.com and just go to the link that says Lioness in the menu item or go to the search bar at the footer of the website at joybaseliving.com and type in the word Lioness, L-I-O-N-E-S-S, -S, and all of our blog posts will show up and inside of each blog post there is usually a podcast oh excuse me I just burped um <laughs> and and so 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 today Michelle said that um oh and so by the way that means with the families and moms and kids and dads that means that Debbie Happy Cohen here is keeping clean language and um Michelle usually keeps clean language, but yesterday she kind of sort of <laughs> tiny bit blew it, which really made me and Julie laugh. Julie was our guest yesterday. We'll tell you about her again in a minute because um, today is one of her dog's birthdays. Um, so today Michelle said that she said that today felt like a mixed bag from the universe. And I said, what do you mean by that? And she goes, well, if I start talking about it now, then I won't have anything left for the podcast. <laughs> So, Michelle, I am taking the doggy tennis ball and throwing it to you. <laughs> no, so, so, um, thank you, Debbie. Um, thank you. I'm glad to be here and, and have everybody listening to us and everything. Um, yeah, yesterday, Julie, it's, came on and, and shared all these amazing voices with her dogs and it was so much fun um and so which leads me to to today I mean we're still in the middle of the corona and we've got all of these different things happening throughout the world and places that are shutting down totally on um on I don't want to say hiatus they're in quarantine and then, but then there's like other people who are just continuing to, to understand that, that the Corona is, um, it's, you know, a, a way to kind of help people just become more aware and just more aware in, in a lot of different ways. And, 
I, I just think it's a mixed bag because you've got some people who are totally and, and I'm not, you know, trying to spread the idea, let's spread the virus or whatever by people still being out and about. But I just, I feel like the energy is starting to rise and there are so many people just really coming behind and, and, and lifting each other up that the, the vibration of the, of the whole earth is not going down as much as people had initially anticipated. So that's kind of where I am. I'm like, I'm in the middle, just kind of watching all this happen and go, wow. You know, it's, it's, you know, I think, I think part of it is a choice. Mm, Yes. But, but I think I want to give compassion out there to people who feel like they don't have a choice because they're in so much fear. Right. And sometimes fear can really lock up your system to where, you don't, you really believe that you don't have a choice. I know what it's like to feel that kind of fear. And I'm grateful. I know that like one of your words of the year, Michelle, is the word grateful and mm-hmm. gratitude. And, mm-hmm. and I'm really grateful that I can be sitting here with gratitude and that I can have that choice. Like, I don't like it when people judge other people for not being positive enough or not being grateful enough or not being spiritual enough. And I just want to, like, kind of smack those people right upside the head, right in their aura. Right. Just like, boom. Because you got to remember the times. I think there comes a place in the spiritual journey where there's a little bit of, like, arrogance because you're like, oh my God, I get this. How come doesn't everybody doesn't get it? I know, I know I went through that stage and people probably wanted to smack me upside the head right in the aura. Right. And and um and but the more I've grown, the more I'm like I like I look around the world and everything you're saying right now, Michelle, I'm like, oh my gosh. You and I have and and our group at joy-based living and having these conversations, we have done the inner work necessary to put ourselves in a place of having a conscious choice. Yes. And the fact that we can stand inside of gratitude and kind of stir the pot of that gratitude and let magical fairy dust come out of it. And to do that together, Together. Like we're not alone in it. I'm not doing it by myself alone. I'm doing it with you. I'm doing it with Julie. I'm doing it with the others in our group. Like in a way, in a way it should be like everybody in the world should have this, which is my wish, which, which is why I created toy based living. Right, right. But, but in another big way, because the whole, we weren't raised in that kind of world and we weren't raised in that kind of environment, I feel that what we have is based on merit. It's based on having done our inner homework for years. It's based on having looked within and done personal development work as though our life depended on it for years. Mm-hmm. And, and the payoff is here and now. And now we're in a place where we can contribute because of how much we have done for ourselves and for each other to have each other and to share this. 
And I hope that whoever's listening, if you're like, man, I wish I had that. And um, and I wish I had that kind of community. I want you to feel us standing beside you and with you and behind you. I want you to feel, and I want you to know that you are not alone. And we are so grateful that you're here listening and we are envisioning you having your own circles and you might end up joining ours, but we're really clear that we're not here trying to do any kind of sales pitch. We want you to feel like you have your own, your own network of joy, your Mm -hmm. own network of people that you can share moments of joy, moments of gratitude, moments of expanding and enlivening vibration with people that you love who love you back. Like Mm -hmm. we visualize this for you. We, we hold this in our hearts for you. It's our prayer for you. It's our wish for you. And it's our commitment to you because it's why we're here. Yep. It's absolutely why we're here. Yeah. Gratitude. Gratitude. And you're right. I mean, gratitude is one of my key words for this year and just being grateful for, for everything, for, for the journey, for, um, you know, all the internal work for actually where I was before I started the internal work and, and, and which led me to it. Yeah. And, you know, and all the things that somebody said to me earlier today, you know, the, the whole thing about people come in your life for um, Mm. uh, a reason, a season or a lifetime. Mm. And so, and, and I truly believe that, that we have all of these life experiences. And as we have the life experiences that, you know, sometimes they, um, sometimes they're delightful and sometimes they're, you know, they're, they're opportunities for growth yeah. and development, you know, being grateful for, for those moments. There was a time when I thought it was grateful, but it's it, not necessarily um, just because of the place of, I, and, you know, and I'm, I'm grateful for, for all of us here at joy based living and how we're, we've got this beautiful, um, this beautiful connection with our inner group. But then we also, the beautiful thing about that is that I can take that and I can ripple it out into my work environment, into my family environment, into, you know, the, the, and, and then those people reflect that back to me, just like they reflect that back to you and everyone here. And so, and the people who, who are listening, there is that possibility of being, of having that, um, that inner peace, that, Mm -hmm. that opportunity for the, for the gratitude, for knowing that you can be, you know, honoring yourself or you can be committed to yourself and you can be loyal to yourself. And by doing all of those things that that provides that ripple effect out into the world. And then people can see how you're doing it. And so they can reflect that back to you and then live it in their own lives. Mm -hmm. You know, you just mentioned one of our most important uh, practices, and I want to kind of put a spotlight on if that's okay with you. Yeah. Um, You just mentioned the three healing fields that are um, honor, commitment, and loyalty, and 
those words run so very deep within our community because we have really taken a good look about at what they mean and what they feel like and what they what they look like on a very personal individual level so that we don't try to give something that we don't have mm-hmm. and i wanted to invite the listener the list, our listeners to let those three words honor commitment and loyalty which by the way I want to give a shout out of gratitude to one of my teachers and mentors, Mario Martinez, who wrote a book called The Mind Body Code. And after I read it a few years ago, um, I hired him for a few weeks to be my mentor. And um, I learned and grew so much in those few weeks. And I'm still... I'm still getting ripples of benefit from the work mm. that, that he and I did together. But um, one of the most brilliant things that he brought to the table was that um, he, had, he looked around at all the cultures around the world and he, he found three ways that people hurt each other and he tried to find a fourth way and he couldn't. And when people, when somebody can like boil something down to the essence like that, that makes it, that makes me empowered because like the field of psychology and personal growth is so vast that it can be easy to get caught up in all kinds of vocabulary and language and ideas and ideals and blah, blah, blah. Like you can go in so many different directions that you're actually not accountable to anything. Mm-hmm. And, and then you get lost in language and then you can't communicate with other people about whatever, because you're doing this particular process and they're in that particular process. But this one kind of, this just brought it all together. And so what he noticed that is that the three ways that people hurt each other, which he has seen happen in every single culture, and that every single person has felt these things and has done these things to other people, knowingly or unknowingly, is shame, abandonment, and betrayal. Right. And so I wanted to invite the listeners to just go, oh, let me slow down for a moment. We're we're not going to do a whole lesson on it right now. I just wanted to invite the conversation, Michelle, because you brought it up and I was like, that's so cool. Um, that each one of those words, shame, abandonment, and betrayal has a felt sensation in your body and a temperature to it. Right. And I don't know, I, I, I'm debating about whether to go. So abandonment feels cold. Shame feels hot and humiliating. And betrayal feels hot and angry. I don't want to go to more detail right now. I'm going to turn this into a classroom and I don't want to do that. Um, (laughs) But, but what you, but what triggered that conversation in me, you know, um, in this mixed bag from the universe was you mentioning honor, commitment and loyalty. So then honor in response to shame, shame, feeling hot, honor feels like a cooling. Mm -hmm. Um, Abandonment turning into commitment because commitment is the healing field. Um, abandonment feels cold. And so commitment feels warm. And then betrayal, which feels hot is, um, 
is healed with loyalty. And so then loyalty, strangely, paradoxically feels cool. It's a cool, because when you're really angry, let's say somebody made you a promise and said, if it, you're three years old and they, and they go, okay, if you smile for this picture, I'll give you a cookie. And you smile for the picture and they don't give you a cookie. Like you're pissed. Like you're three and you're pissed. And so the healing field for that, if you think about it on that level, would be, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm going to be loyal to you. I made a mistake. There would be a cooling of the anger. So it's right. not that lo- loyalty is cool as a temperature, but compared to betrayal, it is a cooling of anger. So then when you just simply build on honor, commitment, and loyalty, the thing that we've been doing that has kept us so strong is uh, the practice of embodying what does honor feel like in your body? What does commitment feel like in your body? What does loyalty feel like in your body? And if you can let yourself feel it in your body, what you focus your attention on grows and then that becomes your life. It fills your being, it fills your body, it fills your aura and then you have a new way of being in your inner world. And then if you dance with other people who are also doing the same thing, you're gonna have a good time together. Right. That was pretty good, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know I'm giving myself a pat on the back here. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you're, you're like, like I totally confused you just now. You're like, um, who am I thanking? Like, <laughs> like I just totally thanked myself and gave myself a pat on the back for that. Okay, honor, commitment, Funny. and loyalty from from me to me. I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my yeah 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 good stuff but and and even if like you don't i'm going to take that a little bit further even if you don't like tap into the feelings and i know um somebody i I watched a couple of days ago someone shame someone else and the person who got shamed was like oh heck no and then got up and literally walked away Mm. and so that was their way of honoring themselves they were like nope not doing it uh-uh, not, not even going to be part of it and so and later on I asked the person who got up and walked away I was like what was that feeling did you feel it and they're like no I just had this 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 they they didn't according to them they didn't feel anything in their body but they just had this thing like no uh I don't think so you know screw you and and get up and walk away and so you know it, it takes time to kind of sit within your body and feel those different feelings well so whoever that person was who walked away mm -hmm. that is healthy self-esteem absolutely and so whoever that was i want you to tell them from me i'm sending them a high five great job and kudos and thank you for bringing for being a positive, strong person in the world who doesn't put up with somebody else shaming them. Yeah. That's awesome, Michelle. What a great story. Thank you for making it real. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so, I don't know. I just love to like see those little snippets in my daily life and, and how they kind of all feed together and intertwine. It's, it's just beautiful. And you know, and three years ago, four years ago, I wouldn't have been able to even notice that. I would have noticed something, but I would have been a little lost. And now that we have this language, 
It's now like, that uh, we have this language and these values which we have lived and been committed to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like it's not just language for us. It's a commitment to a value system that insists on honor, commitment, and loyalty. And that when we slip, when we slip from that, because we do, right? We admit it to ourselves or to each other, and then we do our best to get back on track with the strong feelings of honor, commitment, and loyalty. Like as though it's like. It's, it's our new center point and strength and conditioning and balance point inside of ourselves. Like it's that important to us at the level of self-commitment. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's our inner compass. It's our inner. Look at you. <laughs> I it's love our... that. Well, I it's... want a doodle. I want a Michelle doodle. All right, I've got it. It's already in my I head. Tell, I, just I, wanna, I wanna tell something to the audience right now. So you can doodle this while I'm telling, I'm bragging about you to the audience. So <laughs> one of the things that's happened with Michelle, and this didn't happen in my previous years of coaching her so much, maybe because we weren't online, maybe it was happening and I didn't know about it. But one of the things that's happened in the last few years is that I'll be coaching her on the phone and then all of a sudden she'll send me a snapshot of a doodle that is just like totally puts the cherry on the cake of everything we were just talking about. So then when I was writing the book Sanctuary, which by the way is downloadable for free at joybaseliving.com. It's, it's a, uh, it's awesome. Anyway, I asked her to write, I asked her to create a doodle for me and, and she did it. It was like, you know, something about, um, on, on the windshield, making the windshield clear from trauma, trauma feels like a fog. And so you're like clearing the fog with a doodle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like she like, okay. What I want to tell the audience is this. You know how there are some people in the world who like trading baseball cards and like there's a there's like a <laughs> value to baseball cards. I'm telling you, dear audience, that I am predicting that Michelle's doodles are going to be worth a lot of money in a few years. <laughs> and and people in her classes actually ask her for doodles and because th- she just she just it's like you know when you see like in like a police show that somebody goes to the police station and and then they they say to the person well what did the what did the bank robber look like or whatever and then you have like this artist at the police station who actually draws the person based on the person's memory and description like to me that's magic like how do they do how does that artist do that so that's what michelle does on an emotional level like with her doodle. So like, if you tell her like, so she just got a metaphor of like a North star and I could feel her brain like doodling it. So I just kind of interrupted the conversation so that I could give her some time to pick up her. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you laughing. So whatever your doodle is, Michelle, we posted one the other day. Um, the little heart, the pink and, and purple and so heart. The pink and purple heart, which was so, so sweet. And it totally matched our conversation. It was like, it was like, it was like an artistically embodied expression of our conversation. It was so honoring. It was just so honoring. It was so, it, and then it became like a 
portal. So then when I think about it, it almost looks a little bit like the JBL logo with the little dots on it. Mm -hmm. And the conversation was about communication and connection. So what I would like to ask you, Michelle, Mm -hmm. is I'm curious because I want to say something to the audience, but I don't know how to put the right words to it. Like if you were to draw a doodle for somebody, like what would you need from them? What would they need to tell you or ask you in order to stimulate? Because usually what stimulates these in you is us having very deep conversations and then coming to metaphors or then an image rises up in your mind, which is metaphorical because it's the metaphor of the abstract conversation that usually becomes the doodle that happens between the two of us. But like, it, like, what would you suggest? Like, because you've taught so many art classes, so you probably have a better language for this than I do. What would you need from our audience, audience members in order for you to create a doodle for them? Like if they were to write something in the comment section, what would you need from them for you to successfully do it? Um, so I'm going here. So I'm going back and, and just prior to Debbie and I getting on this call, I am, I opened up, I have a, a, I always have some kind of a mixed media um, sketchbook in front of, you know, with, within arm's reach. And so like I have, like I have index cards and pens. Yeah. You have index cards and pens and I have, you know, right now within my arm's reach, I have at least four of them in different sizes, but oh yeah. Oh yeah, one one has like uh, a whole. When I did the twenty one days of the mandalas, one has um, what's in here? No, that's the mandalas. One has oh um, some like the clothesline that I did the other day. Yes. Uh, yeah, and the the clothesline of gratitude. They were like. Uh... What they were like towels hanging from a clothesline, and they were people that you were feeling grateful for on each on each one. Yeah. So, so you had this. You said something about like having the notes or the, the towels, whatever. And so I was like, oh, okay. And so I immediately got a visual. So I'm just gonna kind of talk like this, so people can kind of get an idea. So I immediately got a visual of three clotheslines. You know how like you have in those cities that have the buildings that are really close and they don't just have one clothesline. They've yeah. got like one at each, um, one at each, uh, story. Yes. And so that's what these were. And so, and what I was thinking and the conversation was brought up is that different people were writing each of us gra- letters of gratitude for how we've changed yes. their lives. Yeah, how we've changed their lives, how we've influenced them, how we've inspired them, that kind of thing. And so for you, and then whatever these names kept coming up, like, like you know, for you, um, I put Debbie, thank you. And then I did a little heart and then I wrote a name. And then there's um, other people in our group, like Julie, the one that we mentioned that has the dogs. Um, I put Julie, much gratitude, warmly. And then I put somebody else's name. And then there's, you know, different people in here. And so um, for me, I actually pulled out this woman, Michelle, you, you helped me kind regards Bridget and Bridget is a lady from like way before I even met you, who was the, uh, the CEO of, of a company that I was working for. And I, um, I had 
become friends with people who didn't have my best interests at heart. And it's a crazy turn of events. But anyway, so Bridget ended up meeting them and she came to me and said, they don't have your best interests at heart. You may want to change your plans. And so, I don't know, I just had this feeling like I had helped her in some way. And so she sent me a letter of gratitude. I don't even know where I hadn't thought about her in years. But but anyway, so like these different thoughts and these different conversations that we have spawn images in my mind. And it's usually like a one a one line quote. Um, like for example, you you quoted something in the Bible. What was it? When when we first started back in 2018. And the quote was something about don't don't cast your pearls before the swine. Oh yeah, yeah. Like don't share your best ideas with people who are gonna step all over it. Don't share your heart with people who are gonna like they're yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't cast your pearls before swine. And swine is a pig, so yeah. But now I I love pigs and so it's not an insult to pigs. Sorry, pigs, didn't mean to insult you. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. And and it wasn't like that either. But (laughs) but so I and you know, and I'll just draw out a real quick thumbnail sketch. And, um, and I kind of tore, you know, twisted, not twisted, but I, I changed up the words a little bit. So then I came up, like Julie came up with something, um, around that same time, uh, that there was a quote from Helen Mirren. And so, and that actually has a clothesline in it too. How interesting. So, yeah. Wow. So I had that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What had a clothesline? You mean you're drawing My about drawing it? about it. Oh, interesting. What is with you and clotheslines? We're going to have to explore that. I don't know, right? Maybe it's some kind of a a connection to, I don't know. Because I love clotheslines. They're so, there's something so wholesome about them. There's something that makes me feel like an easy country, sunshine filled Mm -hmm. happiness. There's something about the sun hitting the clothesline. You know, the food cooking at the same time. Like, there there feels like a, a very rich texture. And you grew up in a, in a small town where your graduating class was 120 people or something. Yeah. So I bet you had clotheslines all summer in that. Like, I bet there was use of clotheslines, I would imagine, because that sounds like a small country town thing to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had clotheslines from the house, too, because we had, um, we had, uh, like, five or six acres, and so, you know, it was the house, and then... Five or six, what? Five or six acres? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then from the house, then we had, like, a little barn, um, and then we had, like, so, you know, so it was, like, a the barn, and then... It wasn't a huge, big barn like you see in, like, milking cows or whatever. You had, like, a, a regular-sized barn where we could put the tractor in, and then we, um, the cows would come in. We only had, like, 10 cows or so, so, like, as not ginormous, but there was an extension to the right of the barn that was maybe, maybe 30 yards from the house, and so we would run the clothesline from the corner of the house to the, this one part of like the barn we called it the shanty and i'm using old words here (laughs) but anyway but yeah so we would hang the clothes there i mean and we had the dryer we didn't it wasn't that that was anything it was just more along the lines of you know in the summer months you've got the 
the sun is out and it's a beautiful day and why not let the you know there's nothing like crisp sheets dried on a clothesline i will have to say that nothing like it you know what i mean like that is that is joy right there because you take them off and they're nice and crisp and they smell like outside and you put them on the bed and oh, just beautiful yeah that is joy based yeah for you for you like that's uh so like in the winter you would use your clothes dryer but then in the summer you would use the clothes yes line. i can feel it like you just took me there yeah yeah so 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 th- that and that also like awakens in me feelings of um of gratitude so we were just talking about because uh, I was asking, I was kind of like searching for the bridge between what is it with the laundry clothesline and feelings of gratitude, because you're posting these artsy kinds of letters of gratitude on three clotheslines. And, and so I'm like, now I understand the connection because of the feeling that you just exuded when you spoke about taking the sheets off of the clothesline feeling so yummy oh yeah yeah it's kind of like not only does it feel yummy and the clothes smell good and all of that but there's like a sense of pride when I would like put the lawn the laundry up there was a sense of pride that I did it and then people from all across you know like if you had your new sweater or you know there's these great new sheet sets or whatever the case may be. It's kind of like, Hey, look at, you know, look at me, look at what, look at what, not that what I have, because it wasn't really a material thing. It was, how do I articulate it? It was, it was kind of just like, Hey, look at me. Hey, you know, I I, I want you to, to see what's on the clothesline. I want you to, that is so Does that make cute. sense? Yes, it completely makes sense. I was brought up in a big city, so there was no such thing as that in our we I lived in an upper middle class neighborhood and like nobody put their stuff on a clothesline that other people <laughs> could see. Um like like doctors and lawyers and Indian chiefs like that. Like that was not gonna happen. Um, you know, people in my neighborhood had tennis courts. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> You know, that, that, that was not happening. And so I kind of envy you right now. Like, like, uh, like I could see somebody like bicycling past your house and going, look what Michelle got. Like, (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, like, look at her new blanket or, you know, it's got Smurfs on it or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like it's that. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh yeah. And, and to me, like, even just talking about it, like there's a sweetness about it. And you know what just hit me is I think I curate like that. Tell me more. I don't know. It just hit me like 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 putting huh. Like putting up the artwork on the walls is like hanging the laundry. Oh my goodness. That's beautiful. Yeah, it feels like that same kind of joy. Like like when I hang it up, when I hang up the artwork and I get them all the you know in the in the the sequence that I want them and how the color flows and the art flows and all of that. 
it's like being satisfied that your your laundry basket is empty and everything is out there. Oh. Huh. I have never said, I did not thank you for helping me walk through that. You know what? A few years ago, Michelle, I, I took a class uh, about metaphors and the mind and then I loved it so much that I wrote a small book I think it's on Amazon for like 99 cents or something I don't know maybe it's two I don't remember anyway it's it's called imagine your life in full color and and I interviewed about a dozen people who were really good at something like one of them they had adopted like five kids and so um and they were really like upstanding members in the community. And so I interviewed them about their parenting skills. I had another person who is a really wonderful builder of homes. And I learned from him that like, he would feel himself walking through the woods, holding hands with a tree. And he does a lot of sustainable, uh, you know, kind of building his, his, his buildings feel like hugs right, right. to me. And, and what I found myself doing was with each person was like, I would then receive the transfer of their knowledge through a metaphor and I would be able to embody it. And so when you just said that, I started looking around my house and going, wow, what would it be like if I saw each piece of artwork as a laundry sheet that was just came out of the sunshine and I was hanging it up, you know, or that I was just hanging on on the, on a laundry wire. Yeah. 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 Like it makes every single piece feel special. So what I'm saying to you is like, as I know people are listening to this, it's like, I I don't, I, I don't like it when something really beautiful, intelligent, genius, gorgeous, and full of so much life, is just left inside of one person because other people don't know how to eat from it. And so I have learned how to eat from other people's um, beauty. And, and I think that's the beauty of what we have that humans can do. I don't know that animals can do this. I know that human, I think that's what makes us special as humans. But I think what happens is a lot of times people hear somebody else's specialness And then they're like, oh, that's them. And I'm like, yeah, that's them. So let's keep learning from them, but let's embody it for ourselves so that we can all rise up Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. joy. Like to me, that, that is personal development in action with joy at its finest. I don't think it gets better than that. It's just so much fun. Like just my imagination now has completely shifted because of you. But by just, yeah. Yeah. Like you just changed my life in my imagination, in my daily in, world. In the way that you view things. Just by me sharing that. In yeah. the way that in, in a way that I view my personal objects at home. That's so cool. And you know what? And it, if we hadn't had this conversation, it probably would have never come to the forefront. Right, because we're in the middle of Corona right now. And so we have time for a juicy, deep conversation like this, which might not have happened in a, okay, got to get to the next place kind of right, coaching yeah. Like there's so much beauty in this time because people are having to slow down. 
Can I talk about something else? Can I? Yeah, and and you know what? Real quick, I think that may be about people having to slow down. That may be part of the mixed bag. So keep going. Yeah, I think so. I think the mixed bag from the universe. Um, Well, I I think this is going to create some controversy with some people, but I don't care. Um, I I think that the way that we talk about things influences how we feel inside of our bodies. And so I have purposely been calling this the Corona, like it's a day. Oh, got it. Okay. Like, like, and I know, I noticed you were calling it the Corona or whatever. And it's like, it's like this period of time, this period of history. I don't know. I could end up dying from this, but I would rather die with the feeling of, oh, it's, I was doing the Corona dance <laughs> versus, versus, oh, it was COVID-19. And, and like, just the, the way that my body feels, I remember the movie called Life is Beautiful, where the, the, the dad had his like, four five-year-old son in Nazi Germany and he kept convincing the son to hide under this wooden bed in a concentration camp um and the kid had to stay there all day every day in order to be safe but but what he told his son like to me this is the greatest act of love and it is the purest form of the power of our imagination is he told his son that it was a game Oh uh, yeah. And his son wrote about it. Like this is real life stuff, people. Like I like I think a lot of times when I talk about this stuff and we're not in such a serious moment of, you know, corona stuff, then people are just like, Oh, that's nice, pat pat, and then right, they right. keep going. Unless they've taken like some Tony Robbins seminar. So you know what I mean? Like, this is right. for real. And and I think of our bodies like the way that man thought of his little son in the concentration camp where our bodies are just respond they they have so many stored oh, memories yeah. and that and they're on the, our bodies are just repeating what we've taught them to do a long time ago and so if i can talk to my body in a way that my body will feel unafraid well that will directly affect my immune system because if i feel afraid i will produce different hormones in my brain that will be trying to protect me in a way that's fearful where when I say something like, Oh, it's the Corona. And then my body goes, Oh, are we playing a game? Then I'm in a different conversation inside Mm -hmm. of myself, inside of my body. Now, some people might say I'm living in a bubble. Well, compared to living in a world where there's so much fear mongering, not only do I like my bubble, but I have grown a community of people who love my bubble and their own bubbles. And the difference now is that we have a, a sense of community where we're not alone inside of each of our own individual bubbles where we're like, oh my God, yeah, that does feel good. Uh, yeah, I'd rather call it the Corona. And then we can dance the Corona together. Like, is this completely ridiculous? Are you going to do like a, a drawing? No, I'm still too? working on this. So- <laughs> no, but it, it's true. It's true. I mean, you know, going back to like when we first started the podcast about the trauma, um, and, you know, when it, when it first came out and we, we decided we were going to do this and, you know, trauma, w- w- your mind, you know, we learn in, in three different ways, whether it's um, audio, visual, or kinesthetic. And so anything that, you know, I don't know how many people have heard this or not, but whenever you're eating 
it's a really bad idea to watch TV because especially, oh, especially the news the or anything violent, anything like that, it's, it's a bad idea. You know, eat because whatever's going into your eyes, your body does not understand the difference as to whether, like, let's say that you're, you're watching, I don't know, war or whatever while you're eating. And so your body is intaking food as you're intaking information through your eyes. And so your body construes that as real, whether it's on the TV, whether it's, you know, wherever the case may be, you're, you're getting that information at the same time that you're intaking food or you're drinking, whatever you're drinking. And so your body says, oh, wow, this must be real. We need to think you know, we need to protect you. We need to make sure that you're okay. And then you go to bed and then you have a bad dream. And then, you know, and so, and, and you may not have a bad dream. I know personally, I don't do bad movies or, you know, like any kind of violence or anything like that. Cause it makes me have bad dreams. And just... Well, yeah, especially right before you. Go yeah, to sleep. absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so careful about what right. I listen to before I go to sleep and, and it, because it will probably repeat itself sometimes, so, you know, in my imagination. Well, and that will affect. Yeah. My sleep. And Absolutely. so what I do in regards to Corona, um, I go to whenever I want, you know, whenever I feel like I want information, I don't watch the news or I don't watch anything. You know, I go directly to the source. Like if I'll go to the head of the and I watched it the other day and I can't even tell you the guy's name. But he was like the head of the infectious disease, whatever, of the United States. And I went directly to him and watched whatever he was talking about. The rest of the stuff is just chitter chatter. It's like hearsay and fear mongering and all that. I'm not going to listen to that. That's none of my business. You know, seriously. (laughs) And so, no, I, I agree with you. It's not, it's not coming off of a sunny clothesline. And I'm all right with that. You know, I like my sunny clothesline. I like my perspective and I'm still moving forward and I'm still inspiring people and, you know, just like you are. And so I'm going to keep it moving and do my thing. You keep it moving. And if you're, if you're a listener right now and you're somebody who's like positive and you are surrounded by people who are negative, we want you to know that we are on your side and you're not crazy and you're not ignorant and you're not putting on blinders. It's like you want information, you want facts. Mm-hmm. We just want you to know that we're on your side and that you're not alone. Because I think sometimes what happens is people who are positive in a world where there's a lot of fear mongering, they end up feeling alone. And we're doing this mm-hmm. podcast for you. We're doing po- this podcast because we want the positive, healthy, kind, good heartedness in people to feel supported and to feel um enlivened by the sense of of community yep so can i change subjects so julie jordan was our guest yesterday talking for her dogs and i'm going to um i'm going to like post the link in our in our today's uh blog post because Y'all loved it so much that I'm going to relink to it. But the other thing I'm going to link you to that you are going to absolutely love is Julie Jordan's videos on her TikTok page. And, and her TikTok name is Julie G. Jordan. And it's J-U-L-I 
letter G, J O R D A N. That's her TikTok name. And she has one where she's talking for her baby self. And then she has another one where she's talking with from the lips from the from a tree <laughs> that has eyes and nose and lips on it. And it's so ridiculous and it's so much fun. And like I know that if you're looking to laugh, she is going to crack you up. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Julie Jordan. And this is a woman I want you to know who the first time I asked her to do a Facebook, a Facebook video, not even live, but just a Facebook video a, a, a while back. This was more than a year ago, I think. She was so scared that mm-hmm. she actually threw up. And it took her three days of fighting her own inner battles for her to do it. And now she is up at TikTok, like making people laugh hysterically. So, and it's all good, clean fun. She's got her, she's talking for her dog. She's talking for her baby self. She's talking for some photograph of some person that looks like they came from the 1920s and she's got their (laughs) lips moving. So, um, if you're looking for this post, like at a future time, just go to joybaseliving.com forward slash, um, Julie, J-U-L-I-J-O-R-D-A-N or, um, something like that just pick any of these keywords and look through our blog posts um oh today's episode for the uh for our podcast is episode 22 and and so if you're ever looking for this particular post just look up joybaseliving.com and then go to the search bar and then go episode 22 and you know you can see it that way uh, we're doing our best to make this like easy for you to like access as you want to and maybe am, am I am I right for doing that, Michelle? Like, is that a good idea? Like, I feel like I care about our audience and I want them to find it. And I know this. I know, like, when I want to go looking for something and I want to find it, sometimes it can be so frustrating. And I want don't want no, absolutely. To so I, I think that the what you're describing and allowing people to understand where they can find us and everything, I think that's perfect. Yeah, because you know what? Because yeah. this is even though this is on Anchor, um, dot FM it's going to be on Apple and it's going to be on a bunch of different places. And if they like this podcast, they should be able to go to the rest of our podcasts or even the ones, you know, from season one. So, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what we also want you to know from Julie Jordan is that today is goofy, goofy gumbo's birthday. So please wish Gumbo (laughs) a happy birthday. And if any of you know where we can find a tennis ball tree, please let us know. Because if she had one growing in her yard right now, that would be the best, very, very, very best birthday present for Goofy <laughs> ever in yep. the whole wide universe. Yeah, because Goofy Gumbo would be like, what? What's happening here? Goofy Gumbo would not know what to do with herself. She wouldn't know whether to chase a ball, whether to pick one up off a tree. Like she would, whether to, how high to jump up. She would kind of, she might actually go crazy. Like, like she might need psych meds (laughs) after that episode. (laughs) We love Goofy Gumbo. So I'll post a picture here also of her with her birthday from today. Awesome. So we're coming to the end of our 
podcast today. We we did do a mixed bag. We covered all kinds of good things, including gratitude and a gratitude clothesline and a North Star and Goofy Gumbo and honor, commitment and loyalty and shame, abandonment and betrayal and being strong in your positivity and clothesline. Yeah. Um, yeah, at, I think we did, yeah, we did a mixed bag, all kinds of colors. All- it's a mixed bag. So, Michelle, are you going to have a doodle for us? It's almost done. So, if you want, Michelle, would you like to do a doodle for Absolutely, one yeah, of our if you listeners? can. So, just, like, give me, like, a little story behind it. Or maybe, um, I, I'm looking for, like, maybe a quote. Just, just give me a story. And then I'll pull a quote from it because if I ask you to give me a specific quote and I'm not inspired by that, I don't want to give you the wrong information. So just give me a little story. Okay, so let's make let's make okay let's make it easy for our listeners. So some of our listeners will like to write, some of them will like to post an audio, and some of them would even like to post a video. So here's what we can do now. Now that we've kind of had yep. some organization established here, if you want to write a story post it in the comment section of this mm-hmm. blog post at joybaseliving.com and just say, this story is for Michelle. I want a doodle, please. And make sure you write the word please. Okay. And then you write your story. If you would like to send us a voice message, just go to anchor.fm forward slash sassy shorts because that's my name at anchor.fm and you'll see the sassy Southern Yankee. And um, you will see once you sign up and it's free, once you sign up at anchor.fm, you can just press a button and leave us a voice message that we will both be able to hear and we'll be able to post at the podcast. Like we'll, we'll be able to just upload it into a podcast. So um, that's anchor.fm forward slash sassy shorts. And if you wanted to post a video, then I would suggest you post it at YouTube and then put the link to the video in our comment section at joybaseliving.com underneath this this uh this blog post and you'll see if you just type in episode 22 um you'll be able to access this pretty easily i think um wow I feel like i'm becoming a librarian I, I, I hope that that's clear enough my name is debbie happy cohen i am here with michelle stone our common area online is joybaseliving.com at the blog we're here doing this podcast called the Sassy Southern Yankee because I'm the one who started this whole shebang and that's how I named myself. So if it's a little bit confusing, I think the fun is going to override the confusingness. We're going to keep it as it is. Um, if you want to reach Michelle, just go to, um, you can either go to any of our blog posts, which are labeled under Lioness under the category lioness and um you'll see her link in her bio at the bottom of all of our blog posts 
And um, because sometimes if you if you just look her up at YouTube, it might or might not show up depending on how the search results show up because I've tried it before. Um, but it, she's at Masterpieces with, one L. with Michelle. And with one L, Masterpieces with Michelle at YouTube. So you could see any of her mandala videos, her drawing videos. And if you, if you share a story, she might even film herself doing a doodle for you. Or she might not. That's going to be your choice, Michelle. But I think this was a really fun kind of around mm-hmm. the world Yes, it was. Absolutely. Universe. I think we covered a lot of stuff. I think people will get a lot out of I, it. <laughs> Me too. I'm so proud of us. We love you guys all around the world. We're shouting out to all of you with good energy, positive thoughts, lots of love. And thank you for being here with us on this joy-based living journey. Yep. Where we just we care about on. joy. That's what, that's what we focus on. That's what we do. We love uh-huh. you, and we'll see you again tomorrow Bye. at this station. Bye, Bye. everybody.